Welcome to My First Kicks. So undie us your favorite pair and let's jump into it. Shout out to William Giovanni for the intro and the transition beat that you have been listening to for the past couple episodes. So this week, I welcome a longtime friend of mine, uh, Jonathan Unitas. He's a rapper out of New York City and we have known each other for a while. We touched on a lot this episode because it's basically friends catching up during the pandemic. We all have been missing catching up with friends and people we used to talk to every day. Now, me, I'm a bad friend. I'll say it that straight up. I am the worst at keeping communications flowing with my people unless they're on the front of my mind. So I admit. I'm a bad friend. And with the pandemic, everyone, including I, have just created our own little bubbles. And using social media to keep in contact with others has become an everyday norm. I still am the worst at communicating with my friends. So I'm just saying all of this just to set you up to listen to two friends catching up. And, you know, we touch on kicks and how it was to work together for such a long time and the stories that come from it. And it was a great time catching up with John because during the pandemic, this is one of the few, or actually all of us have been keeping ourselves busy. And this man has nonstop been putting out content after content, just songs after songs. He's working, he's working. So on this week's, onto this week's episode. You can find Jonathan Unitas on all socials at at Johnny, J-O-H-N-N-Y underscore Unite Us. And it's much easier if you just check out his link tree. So link tr.ee slash Johnny underscore Unite Us. You can check out all his musics and collabs. I don't know why I said musics, but his musics, you know, his joints. Uh, he, 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 he just, he just about to put out his little out of his, his, a little out of my mind part two tape out. Sorry for jumbling that up. My bad, Johnny. And he recently released his end of the year volume two, which is a joint. But speaking of a joint, you guys should check out his duo, the joint on Bandcamp, which recently put out an EP called Live From The Shy. And you find that on his link tree as well. And you know, don't forget to follow the pod at at my first pod on everything. At, at my first kicks pod on everything. Sorry, do not follow at my first pod. I don't know. It's probably like a totally different podcast and it's probably weird. <laughs> and send us your my first kick stories to my first kicks pod at gmail.com. And don't forget, please rate and review the podcast. Hit that subscribe button, like and subscribe, you know, as they say on YouTube and leave a review, you know, five stars, please. Hopefully. Now I bring to you Jonathan United. Thank you. 
up, John? Welcome to the podcast. Yo, what's going on, Haas? What's cracking, man? Uh, you know, you were on a episode of uh, a podcast that I did for jokes <laughs> a couple years ago, right? A couple years ago, you were on Get Up On This 3.0 for like two, three years ago, right? It had to be like two years ago, I think. If my, yeah. if my, uh, if my mind serves me right, my uh, 420 ridden mind. <laughs> <laughs> Your weed addled, uh, rattled mind right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, you were on there and, you know, I started my own podcast, which is not for jokes. This is for real this time. So I hey, definitely hey. had to have you on so that you can be talking that shit like you did last time. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're so if you don't, if people who don't listen, who have not listened to that podcast, uh, it was Get Up on This 3.0. I had a co host named Derek. This co host, which is not on this episode, uh, Will Miles was never part of that podcast. Uh, thank God, because we would never get an episode done if he was. <laughs> but, but, Word. uh, but John was on in. He, you know, he put us on some good stuff. And but this time around, because this is my first kicks, we're here to talk about kicks. But before we jump into that, why don't you introduce yourself to the the listeners? Sure. Hey, y'all. I am <clears throat> Jonathan Unitas. I've been a rap, hip hop recording artist since two thousand seven. And I've been performing all around New York City uh, via my group, Operation Industry Shutdown, and solo work all over New York City since 2009. Mm. Um, I've, I started my solo venture at uh, 2012 with Thorn Roses. Uh, that was critically, acc- critically acclaimed, you know what I'm saying? Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. Some light. Um, and I've been putting out projects since then, formed a new group in 2018 called The Joint with my brother Joey Golden, who's also part of Operation Industry Shutdown. Mm-hmm. And we've just been relentless with the music. We got uh, new stuff out right now. We're on streaming, SoundCloud, all of that. Yes. So I do the music tings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll be is... my first guest that's an actual rapper. And, uh, and it had to be you. Because nobody else was uh, hitting me up about it. Now, just play it. Yes. Uh, yes, I am the I am the reserve on the bench. <laughs> no, nah, never I'm that, ready, coach. Never <laughs> that, never that. You know, you the homie. So I had to put you put you on one of the early episodes because we go way back. We go we go way back. Not not in terms of the music days because I knew you like as you were starting, right? That's right. Yeah. And then, well, I was uh, I was. I was in it. Well, uh, yeah, I was starting. You saw me from starting to being in it in the beginning and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, you were there, man. I was there. <laughs> I was there. I was there at the first OISD. Uh, O-S-I-D O-I-S-D. You were oh, at the first time. Oh, O-I-S-D <laughs> show uh, because I apparently was honored at that show. <laughs> I still never forget that. I was. I never. I will never forget that. Shout out to Kane, man. Big Brian Kane. Shout, Shout out, out to Brian Kane. Hopefully he's listening. Love you, Kane Summer. Yeah, word. Uh, <clears throat> that's the cuzzo right there. The but that that show was crazy. And then like we're just we had tons and tons of stories of working at DCB. Um that I will say is which I I mean I talked to I talked to Adam Harrard. Shout out to Adam Harrard about this. And he said that's the best job he ever had. And I was like, mm. You're bugging. 
You are bugging. Because <laughs> that is the worst job I ever had. <laughs> it was it was fun at times, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it like I remember we both we would oh me and you we were like the seven a.m. duo for like the hottest minute. Lord goodness. <laughs> And uh, I don't know if uh, for my listeners out there, I don't know if you know uh, or have ever listened to me complain about Dylan's candy bar. Uh, if you know me in real life, you you definitely have. You definitely have heard <laughs> me say that is the worst job I've ever had. And I would never go back even if I was broke. Um, but shout out to Dylan. Shout out to Dylan. Dylan is, a, is actually a legit friend. She the homie. Um, just, uh, you know, working at retail sucks, man. <laughs> retail level sucks, man. <laughs> don't you ever do it out there, kids. Don't ever do retail. I mean, no, 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 no. I would never not say that, all right? Because we still need people what? at Foot Lockers picking up, you know? <laughs> we still need the people at Foot Locker being like, yo, man, I got you on the side. Right. He's saying, he's, Haas is saying y'all up for the zebra lifestyle. You yo, yo, if you need to pick up a job, pick up. If you're listening to this and you need to pick up a job, pick up a Foot Locker job and then write a review that you got <laughs> read a review for this podcast that you got the Foot Locker job and that you were, you are able to hook up maybe any of uh, any of my guests that I have in this podcast, but also me. <laughs> That's a big look. <laughs> That's a big look. I will I will read your my first kick stories first. If you are a zebra a uh, zebra person, I don't know. I don't even know why I said that. If you are part of the stripes life. Uh, but not Adidas. It is. <laughs> but not Adidas. But you are willing to hook your boys up, <laughs> please. Uh, but speaking of that, why don't we jump into the question of this podcast? What was your first kicks? What was your first? What was the first pair of sneakers that you absolutely needed to have? All right, <clears throat> this goes back to the year of 1998. Mm-hmm. Uh. And I needed these Jordan 13s. Now, I have never owned a pair of Jordans before 1998. Mm-hmm. And I have never really, you know, was <clears throat> aware like that until, you know, I moved to Brooklyn uh, and I was going to school in Brooklyn. Now, around 1998, I was 11. I was going to be 11 in 98. <laughs> So this is junior high school. Everybody had Jordans. Mm-hmm. They had Jordans. The 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 Jordan tens, mm-hmm. the the nines, all that. People was coming through in school, fly flashing. I was like, oh, what are these sneakers? So my best friend from second grade, shout out my man Patrick. Shout out, shout still out. Still going strong. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Um, he put me on. He was like, yo. Jordans, that's the shoes, man. You got to have you a pair. Yo, everybody gets these and whatnot. Like, these are the things to have. You know, hip-hop influence. They, you know, it was it was really starting to catch on and whatnot. And mm-hmm. people were, you know, putting these on their feet. You know what I mean? So, the Jordan 13s, the white and red with the uh, <clears throat> with the black bottom. Oh, okay, I okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The, you know it's majorly saying? white, and then that, that right side is red, right? Yes, and sir. And the bottom's red? The bottom is black. Oh, it the bottom the, uh, is black. My bad. Yeah, like the the uh, the bo- basically the bottom of the shoe, like the the foot foot of the shoe. Yeah, it's like that was black, and it had like uh, a green bubble in it or whatever with the two three in it, right? Uh huh. Now we talking about these are these are the originals. These are the first time 
these drop. It had, I think, four colorways, if I'm right. not mistaken. Four or five colorways. And I wanted the white and red ones. So I had begged my pops, yo. <laughs> I was like, I need these sneakers because I want to be fly when I go to school. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. this is like, bef- I, this is before uh, the new school year started. I was 11. And this is, if I'm not mistaken, six. Was it sixth grade? Uh, had to be six or seventh. No, yeah, 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 sixth grade. So sixth I'm not grade? junior high uh-huh. school yet. This is okay. right before. This is before junior high school. Mm-hmm. And um, I was waiting. I was like, I, right, I gotta get these sneakers because I want to come into school fresh and whatnot. And my pops got them for me, and I didn't even know that he got them for me. I thought he was playing with me at first. Yeah, um, I forget the whole scenario how he went to got him get him because he told me. Oh man. But but yeah, but <laughs> but it was literally probably the week before school or uh-huh. like a couple days right before school. He was like, yo, I got this box for you. He showed me the <laughs> foot the footlocker bag. And I'm like, I'm like, yo, I pray he got me these shoes. Cause uh-huh. he was teasing me. He was like, yo, they got these new Dennis Robbins out. <laughs> and, and I don't know if anybody remembers how these shoes look. I don't know if they were the Robins either, but I think they these were Dennis Robbins sneakers because I've seen them on his feet. Uh-huh. It was like some all black nasty shits that 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 Nike made. It was some all black. They were nasty. I'm a, yo, I gotta, I gotta, yo, I gotta find after, these. After I get off, after I get off, I'm gonna look for them and I'm gonna send you the picture. They were so nasty. I'm gonna post them. I'm gonna post the. I'm gonna post these ugly ramen sneakers uh, for this episode. When, when hopefully, when you guys are listening, you guys will, will understand what, what what Johnny's talking about. It was so nasty, y'all. I'm telling you. But um, I looked at I looked at the bag and he's like, "Yeah, I got you these. I got you the sneakers." I'm like, "The sneakers?" Mm-hmm. Talking about my Jordans, right? He's like, "Go ahead and look." Mm-hmm. So I opened the bag and I see the Jordan sign. And I was just like, a sigh of relief. I was like, thank God I'm going to school fresh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, my get up wasn't all that great. My fit, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't know how to put like fits together. I would just match. You know what I mean? Like if it's red and white, I'm putting red and white with it. I think I, mean, I had a red basic. and white. At least, at least you did that. Cause you know, you're 11, put, I, you're 11. You're not going to be out there. <laughs> <laughs> dressed up fly Yo, these, listen these kids are advanced now they be trying to get the fit right before they finish their homework it's, oh this, man it's wild <laughs> oh man Some of I don't know I don't know like I don't too. know how these kids are doing it now but I mean Yo, back then we never have enough money for no fresh fly like you have to be one you have shoot. to be one or the other you have to be spoiled man oh, yeah <laughs> but yeah so like you know, I had I had got my little you know flight jacket after school started, and I you know I, I had them. I, I I showed the kicks off or whatever. It was like, oh, it's like oh, you got them, you got them Jordans on your feet. I felt I felt like the man. Uh-huh. Like it was definitely that that whole first week of school. I was like, yeah, it's lit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. um, I had got a, a flight jacket during the year that uh-huh. was red and white. I was just like, yo, I'm about to match these out with everything. You know what I'm saying? But um. You know, also f- some more backstory. Like I'm a hu- I was a huge Bulls fan. You know, uh-huh. <clears throat> this was uh, I think this was gonna be Mike's last year. Ninety eight was his last year. Yeah. So yeah. like I, I, I wanted everything Jordan. I had a Jordan jersey already. You know what I'm saying? A, a champion Jordan jersey. Um, 
I was just a, a huge Bulls fan and probably the only Bulls fan in my house aside from my mother who loved Michael Jordan oh, and yeah. uh, Phil Jackson. <clears throat> like she, uh, she used to, she actually used to work with, uh, with uh, June Jackson uh, when she when she was married to Phil. Uh-huh. And I remember her telling me the day that uh, she said they were moving to Chicago. And I was like, Ma, you knew this woman and you could have got us tickets. Yeah, <laughs> you could have got us in there. <laughs> We'd have been so lit. But Oh, man. Jordan would have yeah, gave that's... you a pair. He would have been like, oh. Lord, I would have had them join sign. <laughs> <laughs> never wore them. But um, yeah, like that's that was my whole thing that drove me to get the sneakers as well. Like I'm, I was a huge, you know, Bulls fan, huge Jordan fan. Um, as I know everybody was, there was huge Jordan fans at least. Mm-hmm. But uh, getting those, getting those shoes definitely were like uh, a rite of passage. Uh, <clears throat> especially in my neighborhood, Bedstock, Brooklyn, like where it's the the, sne- the sneaker culture here is like super huge. Like a lot right. of a lot of people are like Jordan heads around here. Like they're they're heavy into their Jordans, and you know that was what you know. What it was back then, you know what I mean? Ninety-eight yeah. through like the early two thousands and whatnot when the and retro then, started coming. And then you also in. got you also got Spike pushing it hard as Mark right. Blackman, and That's you right. know he, he's always rocking Brooklyn. He's That's he was right. he was always rocking a Brooklyn hat. So you know everybody in everybody in Brooklyn was just like, yo, you know Jordan's Jordan's for Brooklyn. Jordan, like you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. Spike was like, yeah, you know everybody's got to. I mean, if you look at because I. Uh, recently, I was just like, you know, telling my girl about um, uh, Juan Carlos Esposito, who's in The Mandalorian. Yes. And I was just like, you yes. know, that's the, the dude that got his, uh, his Jordan stepped on and he got game. I'm mean, not he got game. And uh, what the hell's the movie? Do the right thing. Do the right thing. My bad. Yep. And, and do the right thing. And and I got, she was just like, no, it's not. And I was just like, yeah. And I had paused The Mandalorian. And I was like, look. And we put on, I put on the clip. On YouTube, and I'm like, and he's just like, "Yo, man, you stepped on my Jordans," and he's like, <laughs> and then Martin comes out of the door, he's just like, "Yo, he talked about your mother." And I, Big <laughs> facts. The, that 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 was like, it's that it's even Brooklyn now, you know. Everybody, yep. every time I go, like obviously minus minus Williamsburg, I feel like Jordans have been such a Brooklyn staple. Um, mm-hmm. uh, like you know how. I guess I you because we're around the same age. I think maybe I might be like, are we the same age? Maybe. Eighty-seven. Yeah, I'm. I'm one year younger than you. So, Facts. like, you know, same same time period. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, you know, like Bronx always had Tim's, or you know, I guess I don't know if you remember Dolomites, Dino, uh, or Dinos. Yeah. Or, like they always were wearing yeah, boots. All those, or, or Maury's and stuff. Yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. They were they always wearing fly, boots. Flashy stuff. If you see, yeah, if you see, like, like when we were younger, if you seen like a bunch of hood dudes. And boots, you just know just across the street or like get the hell out of nah, there. Big cause, sex. They, cause they you, fly as hell. They fly as hell. They fly, they yeah. But they definitely gonna get some blood on you right now. <laughs> They're gonna get your blood on them <laughs> shoes right now. <laughs> um, and then like, you know, Queens, I feel like Queens was definitely like the Air Force uh, people's. And then, Don't get it twisted. Some parts of Queens, they was on their Jordan Heavy too. I think it was the, uh, the Brooklyn Queens influence. Yeah. Like we would, you know, we would, Cats would be in Queens and we would, you know, they would see what we was wearing. And sometimes, you know, cats from, you know, cats from Brooklyn would come out there and see mm-hmm. what they wearing or whatever. Cause there's fly dudes in, in Queens too. Like you said, they have the Air Forces. Yeah. Same thing with Uptown. That's why we call them Uptowns. Exactly. Like Uptown had a lot of things going yeah. on. But like, yeah, Queens definitely. And then uh yeah, I mean, like, you know, growing up in the in these in this time and stuff like that, it's just like that like the popularity of Jordans and 
I don't I don't think I don't think it really hit its stride until it's, they started retroing hard. Like they started retroing mm-hmm. the ones and you know the mm-hmm. the threes and the fours were getting retroed like crazy in the two thousands. And definitely and like it, just like the the Jordan uptick is crazy. But I say this to 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 caveat back to when you were younger that like wh- like even though Brooklyn, I feel like Brooklyn has such a like a a crazy hard name for it like i feel like have you ever heard stories of people getting jumped for their jordans back then yeah definitely <clears throat> it was like the like the same thing with how like it was mad stuff going on like mm-hmm. cats would get run for their sneakers it's like the same the same time around like when you had like them strings on your gen sport it was from then to like when i was you know growing up and going to junior high and whatnot that that had started way before before even you know I you know knew what Jordan was, you know. So it was yeah. a deep culture thing already. Um, but yeah, people, <laughs> if you was in the wrong part of Brooklyn, man, like, and you had some fresh fresh Jordans on mm-hmm. you, and they were like OG ones too. Like cats would like target uh, like original Jordans, man. Like they yeah. wasn't like really about the retro life. The cats that was like doing it. This is when the original Jordans was out, and they knew like if they got those up off you, that was a you know that was that was gold, man. That was gold like, for sure. You had to you had to literally like watch it back and like be careful with like what you was wearing outside sometime because cats was cats was on it. It was yeah. thirsty. <laughs> I, yeah, I remember that being the reason why my mom was like, "Nah, I'm never gonna get you Jordan." So like, because she was just like, "You get to end up in the wrong part of the neighborhood, and then that's it. You're gonna be walking home with no sneakers." I'm just like, "That was definitely <laughs> that was definitely a thing." That was That's wild, 100% yo. 100% <laughs> a thing. 100% a thing. You know, I feel like, all right, all right, fine. I'm not going to get these Jordans. I'll I'll settle for these ugly-ass Nikes. <laughs> they're functional. You just got to keep telling yourself they're functional. They're, you, you know, you'll be faster if you're wearing these. <laughs> oh, man. The, but has, has, uh, has like, in, in, in school, like, or in high school, was... Like, what was your your style growing up then? Because you know, if you if you fresh in middle school, what the hell is your style in high school then? Uh, growing <laughs> up, I, well, I wasn't fresh in middle school. I knew some 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 kids that were like, you know, mm-hmm. they 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 parents laced them, and you know, I would get laced definitely. Not yeah. saying I wouldn't, but um, yeah, like from dang the transformation, watching it from before and into junior high school into high school it got even more fashion focused, like, but it was, it was a different type of thing. Like, you know, cats was wearing the baggy pants then, they, oh, yeah. you know, that was the thing. Cause we was, we was watching rappers. Mm-hmm. And we was watching, you know, the cats around us, <clears throat> mostly street influence and stuff like that. But street style evolved. Like it even evolved from then, yo, into like something different and mad original. Like that's what I liked about, you know, when I was in high school, at least like, the early years when I was going to Boys and Girls, like, mm-hmm. you know, Brooklyn, we always had our style thing. Like, there'd be certain things, you know, we was innovating or, you know, we got from other boroughs and, you know, we would rock it better. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, from, like, the the digital name belt shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit was funny. That oh, shit was my crazy. God. It was um, that so, and also the, like, the rhinestone joints. Yo, yo rhinestone oh shit God. was heavy. The oh hats I, I had a I had a brown Cincinnati red hat uh-huh. and it had this the C rhinestone. I remember dudes that was getting the the bills on a on a caps rhinestone. Oh my god! <laughs> and like <laughs> <laughs> the cu- the cubics the cubic zirconia yeah. joints. 
that with, was the, a time, with the, man. the craziest earring. Like the earring looked like oh, it's hanging. The the diamond on the earring looked like it's hanging on by a thread of skin, man. <laughs> <laughs> I remember dudes would be like, yo, I remember there was one so in high school, there was I'm gonna tell you this one story. I don't I, nobody's ever heard this story. I don't think I even told you this story. There's this one dude in high school that I, I think I, like my group of my group of friends. I so to be honest, I was the worst kid in high school. Like I'm talking about like in terms of just like socially and shit like that. Like I didn't talk oh, to goodness. anybody. And I wasn't I feel you. I, and I wasn't and I wasn't and, and I was also like, oh yeah, I wanted to be a rapper. So like a lot of this attention that I did not want, because I was like, I was an internet rapper. And so mm. like let me just like let me just like spit my words online and then that's it. You know, I didn't think it was gonna get like crazy. So everybody's talking about, oh yeah, he wants to be a rapper, he wants to be a rapper, whatever. So this group of little friends that I have, we all used to just hang out. We like um we all used to just hang out. Then this one kid joins the joins the group and he thinks he's like the flyest, whatever. This dude would he would like every time he would look in the mirror, it was just like he would like fix his face and, and like I'm like, what is this guy doing, right? <laughs> and 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 the signal of like I know this dude is just like a fuckboy or some shit like that, right? Was he had oh, wow. this big ass earring, like one like on one ear, and like it would like literally hang up on the side of it. So he would constantly talk shit to me, right? So as he's talking yeah. shit to me one day in in the hallway, I mean in the stairway while we're while a bunch of like kids are around us, he like he like talks shit to me and he's like he's as he's talking to me i feel him spit on me like i feel his spit oh, no. hitting me so i i <laughs> i loogie up i go <laughs> and i spit in his face <laughs> oh no i cock back and i slap the shit out of him. yo I slap did, did his ear fall out no no <laughs> I know, and no, no, no. That I don't remember because I saw him start having a. I saw I saw him start having like convulsions, right? And like I'm like, shit. oh shit! So this dude is this dude is about to die, right? So so I just book it out of there, right? And then I book it out of there, and then um after like he goes to like the nurse or something, I go to class, and then like and then all my all the dudes that are like my boys in quotation marks, like they're just like, yo man, you gotta go apologize. What the hell's wrong with you? He ain't do nothing to you. I'm just like, yo, he was talking shit. I felt I felt him spit on me. So if he spit on me, I'm gonna spit back and then I just slapped him. And then and then, <laughs> and then I find out he just had a panic attack because I hit him so hard he had a panic attack. <laughs> Yo, oh, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But oh, yeah, nah. so like dudes with those earrings, man, just just slap them one time and you, they'll just have a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> yo, no lie, but yeah. yo, truth. I think you might have spoke true because there was a lot of cats that had the big earring that was kind of douchey. Yeah, for real, <laughs> um, for real. Not not everybody, but there was certain ones you were just like, yo, he be popping the most shit for no reason and. And Haas just definitely stood up for everybody that wanted to slap. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we yeah. salute you, high school Haas. <laughs> high school Haas was crazy, man. I, um, I, uh, I mean, you know my graffiti story. I told you that. One. I'm not saying it on the. I might be. I might get indicted if I tell that story. So I can't tell you. I don't, can't say it. Don't Vlad yourself. Yeah, don't Vlad. I'm not gonna Vlad myself. Um, but. I mean, high school was definitely like where I wish I had the money to look fly. I was I was part of one of the, I was part of that group of just being like, you know what? I'm gonna just rock. I'm gonna rock the same Echo pants for like three days. 
yeah. with 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 some black air forces. Like I was just like, I guess like to me it looked dope, and I was just like, like I think about it, I'm just like, man, I just needed some Jordans, and like I never got them. Like I could have just withhold wearing black air forces for like two years or something like that. Cop some like right. some some fours when they came out because nobody was buying them like like crazy back then and and I could have just been good you know <laughs> that's a fact because I was that's <clears throat> shoot that's kind of what I went through when I was in uh like the later years of high school all I wore mm-hmm. was like white uptowns you know what I'm saying yeah and I'd wear them to the death <laughs> <laughs> yeah when you start so, seeing the boxes under the shoe you're like hey, oh man man I wore those I wore those down like crazy I was I, uh oh speaking of which I remember when um we used to play ball after we do like the seven o'clock shifts. And what do you remember? I used to I used to play ball in dunks. I used to play ball in in uh black. Oh yeah, dunks. you used to be you used to be bugging out. I was just like, yo, you gonna play in those? Like <laughs> I <laughs> yo, those things, yo, I cooked the hell out of those shoes. You remember <laughs> do you remember I threw them out at work one day? <laughs> I don't know if you were oh there, but I I killed them I don't so think bad. So. I killed them so bad that they would they would fold up like by themselves. Oh, yep. And yep. then like I I used to leave my shoes over there because we used to leave our shoes over there uh, so that we can at least look fresh going to work. But then when you get to work, you'd have to switch out uh, with whatever crappy shoes you had so that or whatever yep. comfortable shoes you had if you're on the floor. And then the like I would have those fogs like they were the the Nike SB fogs that I got for like. I think I paid like fifty bucks for them off of like they were they were on eBay for like fifty dollars and they were already yes. beat down. So then I I wore those to work every day. The first year I think I was there, I wore those every mm-hmm. single day, and and they were just cooked. And then we would play basketball, and I'd play basketball in those, <laughs> and then come back, come back, and it still work, it still do like work the next day in them. I'm like like a madman. <laughs> I don't even know, I don't even know how my like my my archers were like not cooked after that man because we would ball how we would ball nah, until we like was eight balling. o'clock. Nah, we was we was like for real balling like we were like <laughs> I yo anytime yo I feel like anytime I play with Kane mm-hmm. like <laughs> yeah you you end gonna, up feeling like you in the NBA. <laughs> yo, you end up feeling like. <laughs> Your legs are still on the court. Yeah, for real. Because <laughs> he drill, yo, he burns you down. I mean, and then, and then, and then, if you, if it's like, I feel like he would be like two games, and then like if he loses those two games, he's like, no, 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 more, more, more. Let's go, let's yeah, you go. You gotta run it back. Bro. <laughs> you got to, because he's not leaving the court until he wins, yo. And that's yo, real. Yo, that's real. That's the man right there, man. Love that dude, man. <laughs> oh man, yo, we had some crazy times. I mean, do you remember? Shout out to I don't know if you remember Danny Paz. Of course. Yeah. So do you remember? I I don't know if you were there. Where the first day I was working, right? And mm-hmm. I think I said something about yeah, I'm into sneakers. And that dude immediately introduced himself to me. And then he was just like, "Yo, you got these? You got these?" I was like, "Nah." And then he's like, "Yo, I got the purple." I remember this story. I remember him talking to me and be like, "Yo, I got the purple pigeons. What do you think about the purple pigeons patch?" And I was just like. And I don't know if you know what the purple pigeons are, but like they're just this low dunk. They're all suede, the different types of gray, and they're supposed to look like the pigeons uh, from back in the day, but except they just got purple, right? But they didn't yeah. have the pigeon patch like the first one did. And yeah, oh yeah, I know the I know yeah. the first one. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So people people on uh, the these shoes were called the purple pigeons for so long 
or like the hype around them for uh, were so high that somebody made the patch with purple in it so that it matches the shoe. Like the pigeon had purple on it instead of orange, and they put it on eBay and they would just sell them. And dudes were making killing off of it too because you can sell like you know a hundred something thousand patches because everybody's gonna try to get these and put these on the shoe, right? That's a fact. And so. Danny Paz comes up to me and was just like, yo, I got them. What do you think about the patch? What do you think about putting the patch on the purple pigeon? And I go, oh, I think that's corny as hell. And then he goes, <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, he goes, oh, because I put them on my shoes. <laughs> I was just like, damn, dude. <laughs> yo. I think I, and I remember, I remember just the look on his face because I remember him feeling like, yo, I, like, I, I think he, I remember him feeling like, yo, I finally got somebody to talk to sneakers about to it, uh, sneakers about at That's work. That's a fact. Because he was ahead too. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then he, he, he tells me this with like the biggest grin on his face. And I told him that. And then I think I shot him, I shot him down so hard after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, um, yeah. I mean, it, I think like wh- the one thing I always, I always thought uh, or tried to do was look fresh while while working at DCB. Like coming in, I didn't, I didn't look as bummy as I did in high school. But then it was also like we had these seven o'clock in the morning shifts, and it was yeah. the hardest thing to even get to do because yeah, waking up at or oh, I know you woke up at like six something, right? Yeah, it had to be pretty early because I had a little way to travel. Yeah. So I so I was up probably like shoot, five thirty sometimes, six mm-hmm. o'clock. And I mean like you I mean I wouldn't say you were the you were you weren't fresh to work, but you definitely I would I remember I remember you killing some sneakers. I'd be like, yo, why'd you kill those? <laughs> 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 I remember I remember you had some I think you had the old loves, right? You had to the old old love the orange I mean the yellow and black ones. Yep. And I and I used to, I think, like used to work in them, and I'd be like, "Yo, don't do that, don't do that, man." And I used I to work, play ball in those, all all that stuff. He's he and he, yo, I swear, when you you look look at the sneakers, you're like, "Yo, come on, man." You be like, "Yo, why you wearing those, man?" I'm like, "Yo, these are my, you know, whatever sneakers." <laughs> and, and it's crazy because I I wear sneakers like that for the most part, but mm-hmm. I know now I know, of course, to like you know take definitely take care of them. You know uh, that that some are supposed to be worn at certain times. Yeah, but um, yeah. Back then, I shit, I didn't give a shit. Nah, yeah, <laughs> we were definitely that. That was definitely like the grinding days because, like, I remember trying to. Do you do you remember? I used to get. I tried to get sneakers. At, I think did I cop a pair of sneakers at work one day? Like I told the dude to meet me at work. Mm-hmm. I do I remember I that. I think I forgot what pair I bought, but like I remember, I I was like, oh yeah, yeah, because I asked you to. Uh, be like my backup. I was just like, "Yo, come out, come out with me, real quick, just so I can cop these sneakers off this <laughs> this guy." <laughs> and you were like, "Yeah, and cover you, yeah, yeah, yeah." You were like, "All right, I'll just stay." You were like, "I'm gonna stand in the courtyard," and I was just like, "All right, cool, all right, cool." <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> but, nah, yeah, you was you was always at work. Nah, that's that's definitely one thing I could say about you. You was always at work, fresh with the sneakers, but you knew not to work in the fresh sneakers. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> but me now and- you. Me and Kian, yo, shout out to Kian, man. Oh man, yeah, y'all, y'all, you got the game unlocked, my guy. That's a fact. You yeah. and um, uh, what's the name? Uh, uh, to to speak of Danny uh, and his homie uh, Andrew, man, I miss those guys. But uh, I remember Andrew used to come through with the with the kicks too. He used to have some 
some fire on his feet, man. Like yeah. I was, I'm not very knowledgeable on sneakers, but I know the dunks he was coming through. He had some fire on his feet. Mm-hmm. You know, man's was man's was nice with the fit. That's what that's <laughs> you know, it's it's that's why it's good. I feel like to have these experiences, like, I got to see, you know, what the fit <laughs> yeah. is is supposed to look like, and like you know, I had good tutelage from folks like you, and you know. <laughs> <laughs> about uh about subjects like this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it, it, I feel like it's a universe. It's a universal language. It's like food. That's that's why mm-hmm. I started this podcast. Like you know, everybody has that that first pair. Like we were talking about this before. Everybody has that first pair they needed to have. You know, mm-hmm. and and even if even if, if somebody wants to jump on this, just to like use me as like a conveyor of like how to get back into it, or like or get more understanding of why people collect sneakers. I'm down for that. Yes. You know? And, and, but I do want to pivot to like, you know, after DCB days, you know, you started grinding real hard on the music. So like, yes. like you were part of, you are actually not, you were, you are part yeah, of I this am. New York underground scene that, that I, I didn't get a taste of it until last year, like with, um, not last year, two years ago with all the, the beat community rising and, and like the, the way that I thought, I thought music out of New York was you know like Griselda like you know like all all the all the all the dudes that hustle hustle real hard but it's not it's all like you know old school boom bap hip hop but but not the neo soul type which is what I've always been into and you know mm-hmm. I you know we've always we've always shared this but the 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 way that the this underground scene that I was first being brought into a couple years ago is like it blew my mind. I was totally, totally entranced with like how you and like other people move around uh, New York City, and and I and I and I think like, what do you think is like? I guess the sneaker culture in that scene. It's uh, a, it's a lot of people that. I don't, th- I don't think I could call them sneakerheads, but mm-hmm. it's a lot of people, of course, that's aware of it. You know, <clears throat> it all um, mixes in uh, the sneaker culture and hip-hop culture. They uh, go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, my experience, of course, uh, I have friends who are huge sneakerheads, like, and they're in my group. We went to school together and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they know about it. They know the culture. Uh, I've definitely come across um, different folks that... Uh, enjoy you know jordans and whatnot like that's okay. that's a general that's a general consensus i mean amongst black people <laughs> I, I need to get some jordans like yeah. you know what i'm saying it's, i got it's, my it's, first it's a, big check for doing this show let me get some Jordans. boom Va- validated <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but yeah uh through 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 the hip-hop scene through the new york hip-hop scene is, is specific yeah that people have flavors man like yeah a like, whole bunch of flavors. I want to, I want, cause like I wanted to touch on like, you know, dudes like Cavalier and, and oh man, yeah. yeah. Cause who he's, he's one dude I really want to get in his podcast because he, he, on, on top of music, he still sells polo. Like, yeah. Hard to find polo. And I'm just like, his, damn, this dude's his crazy. His polo, him and Fresh Daily, their polo game is insane. Yeah. From what, from what I've seen, uh, from knowing people personally and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, they they have the craziest collections I've seen. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Shout yeah. out to my boy Chris Crack too. He's a he's a polo kind of kind of suitor. Shout out to everybody that's into polo because nah, I'm that saying. is a lost art, <laughs> man. 
That is Y'all a lost cool. art. Yeah, for real. For real. Uh, yeah, they all they all have uh, great pieces. Like what I like about the people who um, who collect polo, they um, they like to have at least that one signature piece that I guess like you can see their personality through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, and it don't even have to be a piece of polo clothing. It could be an accessory or some other shit like that. Yeah. You can tell, <clears throat> you can pretty much tell their personality through that, through that piece, through their, uh, through their signature joint. That's but, crazy. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, crazy because like I've never really looked at it like that. But I mean, yeah, because like I, I even thinking about it, like, you know, there's people that just like go whole, go hard on like Snow Patrol stuff or mm-hmm. like, uh, or just the bears. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> that's a fact, yo. You should, I, I feel like that's a question. If you ever meet a polo connoisseur, like a real one or mm-hmm. somebody that's like really into polo, ask them what their signature piece is. And definitely. I bet you they'll tell you. I'm going to definitely you ask them about saying? that. Uh, I'm gonna keep doing that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have a a, a, a shoot off podcast called My First Polo. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh man, that'd be crazy. <laughs> It'd be crazy. The but I mean, you know, now that you know, we jumped into the scene and, and you know, you're doing shows. But what's what's like your go to pair for for shows? Like, do you have a specific pair that you just have on yeah. the side for shows? Yeah, it's funny because I I have a pair of thirteens that my homie in the group gifted me. Mm-hmm. I usually wear those, but those are like kind of done now. I'm trying to get them fixed up uh, so I could like put them away and just save them. But uh, those are my go-to shoes, the uh, the black and red. Uh, I think those were the those are definitely retro. I think it was the second retro, if I'm not mistaken. Uh huh. So that's probably like I want to say 08. Might be a way y'all could check me on that one. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna you get know. you're gonna get massive emails <laughs> just being like, no, those please, are please, please, twenty twelve no, wo- or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, welcome, and it might be twelve. I might be wrong, so I'm like, yeah, please, please check me and uh, forward me that info again. Bread, bread, where well, they they're not flu games, right? The bread, just bread joints. I think this. Hmm, I gotta double check because I think I think they were flu game. I'm gonna I'm ask him again because. Yeah. Just send me a picture. <laughs> I was Just send me the picture. <laughs> <I got you>. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I think. Like, I I'll tell you. I just got my numbers down at the beginning of this decade. <laughs> <laughs> I got my numbers in order, and I, you know, I could, I know what they are. If you ask me what number, uh, from one to like fourteen, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. gotta re- work on the rest. I mean, sixteen is probably where everybody stops caring. But um, I don't even think people yeah. stop caring after like. 13. They don't care about 15, 14s. I don't think nobody cares. A lot, Nobody's like, I yo, I need to cop these 14s. Nah, 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 nah. Hell no, hell no. Collectors-wise, collectors I definitely think they stopped at 13. Yeah. There might be one other one, you know, but I think they I think they only get 16 because it was the last sneaker made by the designer. Oh, by Tinker? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, but why, like, even, even the, because like, so Tinker Hatfield actually... Uh, put, released a uh, a version of like he he I forgot what he called them I think they just call them like the Tinkers or something like that and he mm-hmm. combines his favorite Jordans into yeah. one Jordan and I'm like that shit is <laughs> ugly bro <laughs> like, I've never seen I, like even I've I found a pair for like I think sixty dollars online right and I was just like yeah. it was the white and red joints and and I was just like should I. And I was like, nah, these joints is ugly. Get this shit out of here. <laughs> I was I was gonna say, you think a collector would would 
would buy in on that just because of the, you know, the, the story, I guess, or like, I guess this, I, I would, mm. I would think it's significant. I mean, you, you, but like, it's, it's hybrids. I don't think, so like, you know this and you can confirm mm-hmm. me with this. Uh, mm-hmm. Remember back in the day, hybrid Jordans, when they did the hybrid uh, oh my lord! <laughs> they did the the Air Force bottoms with like a oh Jordan on the top. <laughs> who? What was the main proprietors? Of, who like who are the people who wore those? <laughs> say it, say it. I want to know if you. I want to know if we align on this. Shout out to the Hispanic massive. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Nah, nah, they was rocking the other joints. Um. <laughs> they're watching the those people were the the, the Hispanic team Jordan. They, they were rocking team Jordans and they were rocking the eight rings joints. Those joints there are ugly go. too, man. But um, crackheads, man, crackheads. Oh yes, oh man. <laughs> if Damn you it. looked at any Oof. crackhead or anybody that was leaning up or like just starts looking like they were about Damn, to fall asleep crazy. in the middle of the block, if you look at their feet, they're wearing hybrid Jordans with the with the that- Air Force Air Force bottoms, man. That's crazy. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I was just like these these shoes are crazy. Why would anybody think this was a good idea? But you know, they sold they sold a, a lot of crackheads bought them. So <laughs> I think or but, stole them. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, or stole them. You know, that's definitely a back of, a back of the bo- the back of the uh, fell off a truck deal right there. You know. Mm-hmm. The, I'm gonna go get some. I'm gonna go get me some cracking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'll sell you these fresh Jordans, and then you would look at it like, whoa! Oh goodness! <laughs> I'm gonna keep these for me, man. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah, oh, they're definitely. I remember <laughs> back to DCB. I remember another another sneaker story I have. Uh, um, you know, shout out to the dude Albert, but like. <laughs> This oh dude, man, that dude, yeah, this dude, and I don't know if he's ever gonna listen to this, but I remember this one story where dude shows like, "Yo, I cop these fresh Jordans," and then uh, and and I was just like, "All right, let me see him," and he shows me a picture, and it's fucking hybrids, bro. And I look uh. at him, I look at him, I was like, I was like, you know who wears these, right? And then he goes, he goes, nah, they fresh though, they fresh. And I was just like, crackheads wear these, man. So uh, unless you're like some new breed of crackhead, I don't think you should be wearing these. <laughs> Whoa, oh my god! Unless that you got K two in your back pocket. Yo. Oh man, that dude. He's probably he probably probably gonna if he listens to this, he's probably gonna shoot me or something, man. Oh my god, that dude and that's like, that's one of those. That's one of those you gotta be like, yo, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something right quick, and you might not like it. Yeah, but for, it's for real, your own, man. But it's for your own good. Like that's one of those. <laughs> Yo, I have so many of those stories because yeah, DCB used to hire some of the most sketchiest people, and I can't even like I feel like some of these people actually listen to this podcast, man. <laughs> so much comedy, so much comedy. Yo, some of the sketchiest people ran like were hired there, and and this is a place that is owned by a famous daughter. Uh, somebody's famous daughter, and also like they make you do a, a audition on the hiring process. So like, how are you hiring dudes just like fresh out of jail with like a fake passport and just being like, and just being like, yeah, yeah, yeah he's good, he's good. Like I never understood that, man. I never understood that. There was one be dude going down, yo. <laughs> there was, I, yo. I mean, I mean, I remember when I got hired. It, uh, uh, 
I think his name was Phil. Shout out to Phil. Uh, mm. He was like, he met me and like two seconds later, he was like, can you start next week? And I was just like, all right, cool. I got this job. This is a better paying than GameStop. But then as he got let go and like they started letting go massive amount of other people, like it was just like me and like, like you bounced and like other, like other people bounced. And I'm just like, yo, they like who, like who they're going to bring in. And then like all they cared about was the retail people. Right. So like people who are front facing to the customers, but then you just leaving me with like these, you know, uh, ragtag bunch of people in the back trying to like like because like at this point i'm a, I'm a lead and i'm like or a lead is like a supervisor and like i'm just trying to like get stuff done and like i'm having i'm having to like argue with people and be like yo i need you to go upstairs and do this and they're like man i spent four years in jail you ain't gonna talk to me like that i'm like yo take it <laughs> easy man <laughs> you had it hard man <laughs> i mean that's just that's just me exaggerating but definitely we've got i've gotten to some arguments at work and i'm being like yo this is so stupid this is over candy this is over yep. candy this is the easiest, <laughs> most happiest thing you can ever do in your life even though i know it's it's tedious but like yo just you know Take a chill pill. Go get some Jelly Bellies. You'll be <laughs> Yo, shout out to those uh, uh, buttered popcorn Jelly Bellies. They got me through a lot of days, man. The greatest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, back to... Uh, I, I lost my train of thought, to be honest, but <laughs> <laughs> we went to Crackheads. We went to uh, Fusion Jordans. Hybrid Jordans. Hi- yes. hybrid, <laughs> hybrid Jordans. Um, I think like you know, so I think what I th- what I so back to the uh your the the scene that you're currently you know helping yes. helping uh progress and you know you recently went to Chicago and you you teamed up with a bunch of Chicago artists that you know I've I've never heard of but they that yo that EP that you put out uh, the joint put out an EP is called For the Shy right live from the shy. live from them shy live for the shy. And it's and it's fire, you know. But you also put me on other people that I've never heard of that are from Chicago, and I love Chicago musicians because I'm such a big Saba and Mick Jenkins fan. Like, yeah, those those they got are, a lot of yeah, they got but, a lot of cats out there, man. Yeah, for <laughs> real, yo, Chicago be rapping. Yes, <laughs> Chicago be rapping. But I mean, while you're out there, were you able to like, you know, have you did you hit up any stores, like see any stores, or like what what was like the current state of like Chicago sneaker dumb over there. Like, were you was your people's rocking some dope shit too? Yeah, they always got dope stuff on their feet. Um, my homie Neek, shout out Neek. Um, that's my man too. Uh, like the first dude I knew from out there, and we've been talking for a long time, a minute, mm-hmm. probably since like 2010. But um, <clears throat> yeah, he was always a huge like he was always a uh, Jordan enthusiast. Uh, the 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 most recent. Uh, time I went out there, I was out there in uh, August, the beginning of August, and he took me to a, a shop out there. The, the, the name escapes me at mm-hmm. this point, but um, nah, they had <clears throat> the setup was cool. It looked like like a new age type thing. Uh, they had a lot of pieces in there, uh, from Jordans uh, to like different Nike variations. Uh, <clears throat> some original stuff in there, original pieces from mm-hmm. the city, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I, I liked it in there. It was uh, it it basically looked like you know uh, uh a regular sneaker store or like you know one of a uh, probably an upscale sneaker store would look like out in the city mm-hmm. in New York. 
Uh, so it was it was definitely good to see that at least see that piece. You know what I'm saying? Then when I yeah. go back, <clears throat> when I go back in the summer, I definitely want to you know venture into more of that and uh, you know really see where people uh, where people go because because the cats I know from out there they're you know Chicago bred, born and bred, mm-hmm. so they know better than anybody. Of course, yeah, <laughs> you know, like especially now. I, I mean, I, well, not now. I think like since Kanye made like fashion such a big thing to be a part of uh the culture um Mm -hmm. i feel like everybody who is into music uh, or is doing music like has to have uh, a certain level of representation even if it's just like off of pictures or something like that like you've never i've never seen well uh, i've never seen like a non-fresh like a photo shoot for a rapper i would say you know what i mean i've seen it (laughs) (laughs) i mean i I didn't want to i mean that's why i was like i I didn't want to i didn't want to like blanket state it statement that but i mean (laughs) no i know but no i I get what you're saying like for the rappers that are like you know uh they got the budget or they have you know they're from that i guess they they developed that um i guess type of um style or sense right yeah they yeah they of course like it's either the person styling them or it's them you know what i'm saying but yeah. i like seeing when when they put it together when 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 artists are able to put it put together their own look and they know what they what they represent or what they want to go for mm-hmm. i feel like that <clears throat> that is a hundred percent way better than you know a stylist throwing something on you right just because they think they know who you are right or, yeah you know whatever your music panders to or whatever like you know like i'm a regular cat like i'll shoot if you if you let me i'll walk around in sweatpants all year <laughs> i will buy different sets of sweatpants and i will it is sweatpants nation like, i will be comfortable <laughs> all year in sweatpants and something fly on my feet well when you and, blow you know, up that's what you got to do you can make you make your, your sweatpants nation you know what you I'm make saying? Your, your sweatpants, <laughs> sweatpants, Jordan Nation, and then you go out. You make yo know, show me, show me your sweatpants. What's today's sweatpants? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, I'm, def- I'm definitely gonna flex like that. That's that's you know, how you gotta do it. It's gonna be your fault, by the way. I mean, I'll take I'll take a hundred percent credit. Give me give me a ten percent of uh, proceeds. Uh, you. When you make when you make a <laughs> when you make Jonathan United sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I, so oh. like, you know, I think like with, I wouldn't, I, so I can't, I can't, I can't like generally talk about like the genre of how, or like, or how New York music is now starting to start. Well, like, yeah, it's in the process of building up and having a different sound and, and everybody's coming together and, and this new, like I'm being plugged into this new, um, society uh community of like you know beat makers and rappers and 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 producers and show like show producers are are it, it's totally brand new to me but i also feel like it it's a vibe and the vibe is always is always connected to whatever the stage presence that these people are putting on like you know you put on great stage presence and like everybody else that's you know beat maker like you up there like people are constructing beats from scratch mm-hmm. in the society, mm-hmm. like in, in in this community now, and like and and you know that's been around for a while. But I also feel like if you look at them and and, and you see their vibe off of what they're wearing, and and then it and then it translates out into their music. And I, I've never I've never once seen that until like now. Like before, it was like 
uh, hip hop was just like, you know, all big chains and and all this other stuff. But I think, you know, like you, like I, I'll bring back Cavalier. You look at somebody like Cavalier, like this dude, he's like, he has crazy braids. He rock like a, Oh, oh, one uh, was like a flight suit, and 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 this dude is straight up fly. But then you can also tell, yo, this dude makes some like, like, in touch with yourself music. Yeah, powerful stuff. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like you can tell that that the but like I I want to know what's like what's your take on it. What do you see when you when you're when you're like at these shows and stuff like that? Part of these shows. Um, <clears throat> It's definitely a, a a bigger, you know, a bigger sense of awareness as far as how big and how vast <clears throat> the culture of hip hop is. It's not just one side. It's not just one face. It's not just one look. It's not just one style. Mm-hmm. It's the world, literally. And it could be the world in small cities. It could be the world in... Uh, lightly populated town. <clears throat> it's basically the world wherever you want it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you're evoking that, that's going to be what it is. Like, if you're with 10 friends, you could bring the world to 10 friends just through, like, through hip-hop. Yeah. Just through your style, what you wear. That's all hip-hop. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Your your sneakers, your fit, <clears throat> the, the hats you're wearing, the region, the region you're from, all that. But um, it's it's great to see it firsthand, like and to not get it through uh, a second account or to get it from the media or to get it from a publication. Mm-hmm. When you get it and it's in front of you and you're living in it and you're living for it and mm-hmm. you're around it, you're you're gonna be around it at all times. You know what I'm saying? We're already around it at all times. Mm-hmm. But when you're when you're at a show or when you're at a session or when you're just building with certain people like certain artists, you get to really know what that is. <clears throat> you get to really see, you know, what what the culture is. Cause yeah. rap is one thing. Like the the art, the art of doing rap is one thing. Like that's anybody could do that. Like you could be whoever you want to be mm-hmm. when you rap. Like literally. You should, yeah. Like I I want more artists to feel like that they could be whoever they want to be. Like it's not you lying or you faking or frauding, like, you're supposed to have imagination when you do music. Right. That's the point. You know? Mm-hmm. But make sure you make people move at the same time. That's it. But, um... <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, don't make them just cross their arms and be like, yeah, I could spit better than you on this. <laughs> we want to da- dance. They want to dance, y'all. But, um, <clears throat> at the same time, um, just being in that is like, it's it's a different, It's a, it was a different view because, I got to really be in it and I got to really see people who do it every day and that's what they live for real, for real. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm super grateful. That's all I can say about it. Yeah. That's perfect. Well, that's, that's what we're going to leave off on. So, uh, let the people know where to find you and, and definitely plug all that new stuff. Most definitely. Thank you again, Haas, for having me. Um, you can find me all on the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, if you do the social media thing it's at Johnny underscore unite us. <clears throat> um, you can find me uh, with my man Joey Golden at the joint at T-H-A-J-O-I-N-T underscore that's all across Instagram, Twitter and whatnot. Uh, find us on Spotify, Apple uh, the joint same with me, Jonathan Unitas mm-hmm. or Johnny U anywhere on all music platforms y'all um, 
got the new joint out uh, with the joint <laughs> called <laughs> Live From The Side. Yeah. Live From The Side is available on all platforms. Uh, I, I dropped a mixtape a couple of days ago on the 22nd called uh, For The Free. It's the second installment of For The Free. That's on my SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. You can find all my other stuff there too. And I'm dropping a new album on the 12th of January. A little out of my mind. The pre-order is up now for $7.77. You feel me? Uh, get get that one early. Y'all going to want that one early. Trust. I got more perks and, and surprises for y'all as the week goes on. Oh, and yeah. we get into uh, the new year. All right? Yeah. Uh, and for everybody out there, don't forget to wear your kicks. Peace. Peace.